Hey, Julie. <laughs> Hi, Heidi. It's been a week. It is. It has. It has. Uh, how you doing? How you holding up? <laughs> you know, someone else asked me that today for uh, on a work call, and I was just like, I'm still swirling with a bunch of emotions and vacillating between if I start talking about it, you know, it, yeah. um, I get, I get upset, like not, I get angry, upset, you know what I mean? Like I get frustrated, I get real passionate and then I'm like, whoa, okay. So clearly, you know, I haven't fully, you know, any more time yeah. <laughs> to process everything. And so frustrated, you know, I don't, I don't feel unhopeful. That's one thing. I definitely feel like I, I, I just believe we just got to keep fighting. You know, I just, I don't yeah. want to give up. So uh, for those of, if you're listening in the future and not this week, we're talking about the <laughs> Supreme Court decision uh, this week that overturned Roe. Um, yeah, it was, you know, it was a blow. And I, I too am not, I am, I refuse to not feel optimistic. Yeah. I am just yeah. not going to live in that world. I am nope. not going to live in fear and in pessimism because that's just not how I'm going to go down. Mm -mm. that's just not the way it is. No, it's not it's, good for your own mental health, right? It's just, right. It's, and yeah. it's not good for the energy of the world. It's just, it, there's no, there's no, re, there's just no place to be there. Uh, you know, it's, it's just that change and goodness don't come from that place. So I'm not going to let myself go there, but it does feel like things are changing in ways that I never imagined that they could, which makes me feel vulnerable. Yeah, because things that I felt sure of, or fears that I had that I took solace in thinking those things could never happen, I'm losing that ground. Yes, and it, it's a strange place to be in. Yeah, I mean, I you know, after almost fifty years, no yeah. one, you know, not that we didn't think it was possible, and I think. So to, to balance what you said, I think the one thing that I will not do that I, I wasn't necessarily doing before, but I will not allow for someone to tell me, don't worry about that. You're, oh, you're, yeah. you're being alarmist. You're overreacting. If we start talking about the chain of events that will inevitably come. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're a realist and you just pay attention, right, if you listen to the words people say, they're likely telling you the truth about what they're going to do and they're going to try to do it, to do it. So, Oh yeah. They, I mean, there's a memo stating what they're going to come after next. This yes. is, they have yes. made it clear what their agenda is. Yeah. It's pretty clear where the train's going. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I do, I do believe that ultimately this is going to turn around to bite them in the ass, but it yes. might take 10 a or while. 12 years. And <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know that. I don't know that I'm looking forward to living in the world. I mean, you know, I am kind of isolated, which I appreciate. And you know what? No matter what everyone's belief is, I hope they have the same. I hope they feel like they're living in a bubble of protection, too. I really hope that for everyone. I feel like we're in a suburb of New York City. What I want to see in the world is the majority of people that I encounter feel the same. And yeah. I hope that that's true across the country. I hope everyone is feeling like the actual in real life exchanges, they're feeling positive about the world. 
and positive about other people and being able to talk to people who have a different perspective and each other. But uh, the world is, uh, it's a little, it's, it's not good. <laughs> no. And I, I, um, you know, I, I, I was at uh, my second college orientation for my other son uh-huh. when the news broke yeah. and we happened to be in this cafeteria and there was one TV on and it was up high and I stood up and Keith and I just watched it and we're talking and eating, but looking and we were looking around and Keith kept, you know, Keith likes to observe the world. And so he's always like, there was no one else looking up the TV. And I'm like, he's like, does not even anybody studying their phones? Nobody seems to be like, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I just couldn't sit down. I was yeah. not happy about the situation. And so I was like, oh, I need to get up. And then I took a screenshot of the news and I sent it to both my boys. And I just said, there are women in your lives that may not be happy with this information. So I just wanted you to be aware of it. And then they were immediately like, what do we do? And my own little action plan is what I shared with them. I said, you know, I want to understand the decision and wh- and whether the technical aspects or whatever, how it was made. You know, I paid attention when the draft came out, but I really wanted to pay attention now and, and now that it's final. And, and then I wanted to understand, you know, what are the solutions to getting things to be more balanced again and improving on row frankly right and and lots of other things and so and then i talk about you know i don't want to speak from a place of anger and emotion i want to speak from a place of facts and solutions and so should they if they're interested in advocating but it and it made me and i just said i'm not going to be silent and that i'm not um and and where i show up on these topics for me personally is what i'll navigate over the next few weeks to months and years probably um and then i just said um you know support organizations that you believe in and that you think are supporting the larger concerns and issues and this is like a general plan for life right you know like um and i just said and if i you know i may go out and show up places and and um but first and foremost was just educate myself to make sure I'm speaking the truth, the facts, but also my own, like how then, how do I all feel about all of that? And what do I think are ways to get us to a better place? Cause I think having kids and having 18 year olds that are going to college, like they're in this activist mindset already. And now they're like, oh, you know, I remember being like that a little bit in college, but, but anywhere, just being an adult. Right. And just feeling like I want to do something and not knowing what. And it's like, well, first step first, you know, like get yourself educated, understand these issues, understand how we got to this place. What are some of the things behind it all? Peel that onion. Um, because then there's so many layers right to the situation that I think warrant solutions to right? the systemic racism behind it. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff here. It's not just the overturning. Right. That's the that's the top. It is. It is. It's 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 funny because, you know, my husband and I's our marriage would not have been legal 60 years ago. Right. (sighs) Exactly. Right. To racial marriage. And it's something that we've, you know, uh, had banter about over the years. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't even know if our marriage is legal. (laughs) I know. I can leave right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Going back and forth. Um, and always in, you know, oh, thought that, I mean, 
of course, or, you know, I mean, right. how could this, uh, you know, it never even occurred to me that it would be. And this gave me pause, this decision. I'm wondering where this slippery slope goes. And for the first time ever, I really had this moment of panic of like, what else? You know, I mean, marriage equality, like how far does that marriage equality thing go? And, and I just can't believe that we are having these conversations in 2022, that these are with all the other things going on in the world, right? I mean, with all of the very real issues that are impacting so many lives like war and uh, disease and, you know, climate change, with all of these things that are real issues that are affecting people, um, that we are being so consumed by decisions that ultimately should be made by an individual and you don't have to agree with and you don't have to find that that's the right decision for you, but stay, stay out of other people's decisions. Yeah, I, right. Well, and that and that's the a couple of things to that. I think um you know, the privacy concern is a big one, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the overlay of all of this too and yeah. um on all these topics, frankly. And so we do not do a good job in this country on this issue. Uh many other countries are way ahead of us. Um even states are somewhat ahead of us. California's doing a pretty good job on some of these issues. Certain companies are doing a good job on this issue. But um, but it also leads me to like my one son, he's he's just like, I'm I'm moving when I get the chance. I'm out like this is not the country that I want to live in. And I was like, Wah. and now I sort of feel like maybe he's got something there. I mean, I hate to say that. Right. Because there's so many things we have that others don't. And but yet and, and I don't want to give up either. Right. But at the same time if my life is worth nothing or less than why do I want to be in a place like this? Like it, it, de- it definitely has given me pause. And again, there's pros and cons to that, what I just said, but I'm just saying like the fact that I'm even entertaining the idea of like, maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's time to look around and look at other places and figure out where I am in my life, you know, approaching 50 and what I have left of it. Like, but yeah. then I'm like, ah, I can't give up. <laughs> I was talking to a friend and she's doing an interesting thing. So the July 4th is coming up Mm. um, and she is going to fly her New York state flag for on her flagpole for Mm. 4th of July this year. And she said, because I am a proud New Yorker. Yeah, for sure. Um, But she just doesn't know how she feels about her country right now. And I think that that's both, you know, I think it's beautiful that she's finding, you know, connection to where she is. And it's sad that that's the way that so many in this country are feeling right now. And I wouldn't want that for either side. Like, I want more Mm -hmm. unity. I want more unity. Um, But this is not, this is not uniting us in any way. No, no. And I think, you know, someone used the analogy today that we've definitely lost that ability to, you know, when we go to a family picnic or a friend family picnic and how we used to be able to have all these conversations and now we just can't or we don't even show up anymore because it's just too emotionally raw for people. And 
I don't feel like celebrating the 4th of July in these United States in the same way when these United States do not see me the same. And then depending on what state I'm in, I'm less than. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then layer on, you know, uh, black and brown and, you know, yeah, you know, just like the whole, there's so many issues. They've, they've felt this way for a long time. And, you know, I mean, I don't know how many posts I saw over the weekend of like, all right, white women, thanks for joining <laughs> what we've been living with for a long time, even though this stuff was in place. And so let's go, you know, let's get together again. And um, I don't know. I just so many thought this is the problem. Like I, I my, my, there's so many things in my head and so many things going through yeah. my mind about the situation that I just, I don't know. I know I'm in the same place. I don't, I don't, I am not able to argue the way that's, I don't know enough to, you know, I'm not a politician. I am not, uh, that is not who I am. Like, I, I don't feel qualified to speak about it. I'm enraged. I'm fearful in some ways. I'm, you know, trying to stay optimistic and staying there. And it's very, uh, it's a difficult place right now. I think for a lot of people, it's just a difficult time. I squirrel away in my garden, talk to my yeah. plants. Yeah, I, I, um, my cousin shared a like a you know, if you want to support it, as a support abortion access, um, Google Docs that someone else had written, and it just keeps getting updated. So I shared that on my Facebook. It was helpful. It was, yeah. it was everything. You know, it was if, oh, if you want to protest, if you don't want to protest, if you want to donate, if you don't want to donate, if you want talking points, or you yeah. want, and it was just like I saw that um, she had shared something similar. She because she used to work in reproductive health, so she's well connected and so i trust her sources of where this came from but um but uh this a similar document had popped up during um george floyd's murder so mm -hmm. and it was helpful just to kind of like if you just on your own time just need a place to like figure out like maybe you know because there are a lot of organizations that have been preparing for this for a long time and um yeah yeah yeah, I also think it's scary how far-reaching this ban really is. You know, it's yes. not just, you know, I think people need to realize that DNC is a fancy word for abortion. And you know people who have had that, and it has saved their lives. Women who yeah. are having miscarriages and need this, you know, medical procedure to eliminate bleeding to death. Um you know, well, I just, I just, like, I, I don't think people really realize how no. far reaching this is that there's no separation here between a medical procedure that is necessary to save life. Yeah. You know, that is, I well, mean, so, I, I don't think that there should be, you know, I, I don't think that there should be a, a total ban on any of this, right? I, I'm, no, no, but, but, but the, you but know, I mean, people are going to die. Pe yes. Women are going to die from this yes. decision uh, yes. that don't, don't, should not. <laughs> No. And I think I think there was this um, to illustrate the point even more. There was a, a woman on LinkedIn who posted about the fact that she had twins through a sur excuse me, through a surrogate who at 22 weeks had problems and she ended up the surrogate gave birth, but they died. And on, on the death certificate, it said it was an abortion. Wow. That's how they code it. They've been doing that for years. And so she's like what do we call it now? Like 
it, it is a form of that. So like we just we think about that, you know, early pregnancy and women just want to, you know, carelessly get rid of their children. Like this story narrative that's around abortion is wrong. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's not the whole story. And I, and so when like I, you, LinkedIn is an odd place for these stories to be shared. But the idea is that everybody there, the advocates are advocating for people to share their stories because it's exactly the reason why of like, oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't know that you, you could still give birth. A live birth and, and then they unfortunately pass away and then it's considered quote on the death certificate as an abortion. I, I never knew that. No, I did not know that either. Right. And now we have to think, what does that mean for that woman legally? Right. Uh, really? Yep. I, you know, that is. Ay, ay, ay. Well, I am. I am hoping that love and sanity uh, prevail. I'm, I'm hoping. I am hope, I am hopeful. I, I yeah. am hoping. Yeah. No, um, me too. Me too. So um, should we talk about, you want to know my happy news for the week? Yeah. Okay. Not to make light of a terrible situation, but no, just, I just know. feel like. We gave it space. We gave it space. And if you are feeling. Um, scared or outraged, we hear you. <laughs> we hear you. Absolutely. Um, but I had a problem that I solved with shell top Adidas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> so it's summer here. So it's like super hot. Mm. And I'm having a problem with footwear for when we go out. So I wear a lot of like sundresses and like these tie dyed jumpery things, you know, flowy, hippie, yeah, really lightweight, garby things. Okay. Um, and shoes are a problem with these. I'm finding that like flip flops, anything that has, um, you know, the thing between the big toe and the next toe are fun. I can wear those around the house, wear them to run to the grocery store. But like if we are going to... Uh, an all-day event where we're going to be walking around a lot. Something about how I grip that little thing, like by the end of the day, that area is like so sore. Like I just can't, I can't. So sandals are kind of out for all-day events. Yeah. And sneakers are a tricky thing to pair with a dress, <laughs> right? Like it could be, it could go very like. Yeah. You, you could look very old lady or you could wear like your, I mean, I have like cool running shoes, right. That are like bright colors and like definitely not old lady. -y. But if I wear them with a sundress, it's like, what's, what's wrong with this one over here? You know, like <laughs> that doesn't going? work, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I came up with the idea that I needed old school, all white shell top Adidas. I feel like those are the perfect all season all like you can wear those with anything you can wear them with jeans you can wear them with a dress you can wear them with anything so we went to the adidas out outlet or adidas as my husband calls them adidas adidas <laughs> and uh so they did not have my size the shell top adidas right so i was like going back and forth they had some other ones they didn't have all white they had like ones that had like other colors yeah but they're they're a hundred dollars <laughs> even at the outlet, they're a hundred bucks. So I was like, I don't want to spend a hundred bucks on something I don't totally want. So I was going to give up and I walked past like the sale rack Ooh. and there was a beautiful pair 
of Sheltopedetus with like dusty rose stripes that matches like everything that I wear. And I was like, oh, and they were $35. And I was so excited. So I was like, and they were my size. They fit perfectly. And so I grabbed them and I went to the register and they were 50% off. (gasps) So I got my dream pair of Sheldopedidas for $17. Wow. Wow. Highlight of my week. That is good news. That is, we should have started with that story. (laughs) What the hell? 17 doll hairs. I was. That's incredible. Fine. Excited. I know. I've told. So now when I wear them, I tell everyone I, everyone's like 17, 17. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, two people. I wore them. Two people were like, oh, I love your shell tops. And I was like, oh, I got, I paid $17 for that. Yeah. Like good looking out. Uh, Brand new. That's amazing. That's I really know. amazing. I know. Um, and it was at that big, um, the Woodbury Common, that big outlet near us. That I yeah. never go to because yeah. I always feel like it's going to be a madhouse. Like people come yes. up on buses. Like it is always packed. But if you go at night during the week, like after 7 p.m., it's empty. empty. Oh, there's a tip and for you. Really good deals. So I think I might, you know, I'm not a big shopper, but I I was pretty psyched. When you need things. Yeah. Well, when you good. need specific things. Yes. So they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Good for you. I, um. I have the same problem with the shoe thing. I'm going to throw them all out and start all over, uh-huh. I think is where I'm at, because my foot has gotten better. And so my physical, like the massage therapist is like, get rid of your your Burks. And I'm like, they're the only things I feel comfortable wearing and wearing for long, di- like I can wear them and yeah. my feet don't bother me. And she's like, they're bad for you. I'm like, oh, I don't know, because my I, I have a pair of Burks that have that um, middle thing in between the toes. But those, for some reason, I can wear forever. And it's not a problem because yeah. they're so supportive. Yeah, mine don't have the middle thing, and they're orthotic bottom, you know, so they have the they have support. Um, so no, I I I, t- I just told her I'm like, no, I'm not getting rid of them. It's still yeah, if they com- if they feel good, yeah. yeah. But she 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 has unearthed, and I have I'm on a bit of a bit of a break, so I have to go back to her when I when I can. But um, she's like your leg alignments are all off, you know, you're mm-hmm. like you're your upper thigh bone goes in the one on your le- the lower leg goes out. And that she's like, I think all of that is contributing to why your foot has oh. a problem. And I don't think she's wrong because we've done less on my foot and more on my legs and my foot feels better. Yeah. It is all connected. I work in a chiropractor's office, which I have a story about, which maybe I shouldn't share, but I'm going to, um, <laughs> but they do, they, they, I will say that they do incredible work. And uh, one of them, I had a thing going on with my neck. And so she's working on it. And and this has taken her from my neck to my hip to my knee. And when she's explaining to me the theory behind it of how connected everything is and how yeah. if, you know, if you're not, if your work, if your knee is not falling right and you're compensating because of that, it just works its way up the body until eventually yes. it gets into your neck and you yeah. think you have a pulled muscle in your neck, but Mm-mm. until you address it's never going to be better. Um it's amazing. Yes, I mean, we are is. really connected. The, the hip bone is, in fact, connected <laughs> to the thigh bone. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, totally agree. I, I, I was bummed because we ha- I went for like four straight sessions every week. You know, like um, once a week, and um, I've, I've definitely feel a difference. I mean, I even played pickleball when I wasn't going to, uh, for thirty minutes only. 
Keith and I singles. We kept it simple. Okay. Um, I think that might be the. I mean, I know you want the community and like the social aspect of more. Yeah, but it's hard singles, to play with just one person. It, it is. It, yeah, because the court even. One other yeah. couple. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We are. We're, we're, we're at, so like up in Vermont, we played in Vermont. So we, there's a little, uh, our community center, so trusting, um, has a little <laughs> court. And they were like, you just get the, um, you have to build the, the, the net. And they're like, you know, they told us where it was. It's on the Facebook page. Anybody can find it if they're in the community. And so we're like, oh, let's just go do it. Let's go check it out. And it's, um, we loved it. It was, you know, it was, it's an old basketball court that they converted. And so it's got fencing and seating and we were just like, this is amazing. So we just played by ourselves. So it wasn't terrible. It was hot as hell, but um, we're going to go back when he's back this week, later this week and invite some friends and teach them how to play. And yeah, I think um, I, we got, I just got to ease myself back into it, but uh, that, yeah. That um, nude pickleball is <laughs> a, huge, no. a huge, tr Google it nude pickleball. I don't want to see any pictures. Mm -hmm. It's um <laughs> it's busting out all over. It, wow. No, I had all, not heard of that. All the pictures, I mean they're censored so they have like the pickleball over the balls. But um all the pickles it's all as bad as you think it might be. I mean <laughs> it is all um I'm gonna every, every bottle everybody is beautiful. But some bodies benefit from you know like a shirt and pants yeah clothing <laughs> it was invented for a reason um yeah wow it has yeah. taken off google it no i'm not nope i won't be part of that bandwagon i um... apparently it's very popular in florida like oh yeah like well, taking off like they, everyone is doing it but they have been playing for like a decade or more now so like they're bored so they're trying to advance it to make it more interesting that i could see that yeah the yeah. rest of us are still you know wave one we're not even there yet like, and i'm thinking just... in vermont where it's you know chilly I'm guessing it won't take off. <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe we'll play in the winter outside. That wouldn't be too bad. But for a very short game, uh, game, you know, points to five or something. Yeah, no, no. Not, that's not in your future. No. Good to know. Not at all. Good to no. know. No. So my my happy news was um, or is um, two things, actually. We okay. went So we went to my son's second orientation, uh, second college orientation for my other son and same thing dropped him off you know kiss the shove whatever and just uh didn't really <laughs> see him much um we did some orienting and then we did some other stuff but we uh you know we, we picked him up at the second day at the end of the day and he was just the level of confidence exuding out of him like that he made the right Aww. choice that he felt oh, like this was the it. place for me yeah like just like yeah 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 this is it this is great but so that was great. That was just yeah. great. I mean, you know, I was not in a good mood that at that point when I picked him up, but I was like, oh, I'm trying to be happy for you. I'm sorry. Um, but the night before, so we, we begged out of the orientation for parent, family stuff, um, guardian, whatever, uh, early, like around noontime, we found a brewery that we fell in love with that was like amazing, about 20 minutes away. And then we had like, we went to the beach just to see the beach because we hadn't seen it over in Rhode Island. And then we decided to go see a movie. Oh, what'd you see? Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Yep. Yep. And we have decided this is our home movie theater now, <laughs> which is an hour and 20 minutes away. I was going to say, where is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not close. But because I lack one in my community. Right. And or probably even... for how often you see a movie. Right. You know. Right. 
That's so okay. we were like, yeah, so but let, there's a reason why. So they're renovating it. But the theater itself was like the rooms where they had the movies were small, maybe 75 seats. Okay. They're all reclinable and they're heated. <gasps> I would fall asleep immediately. Mm. And they have little <laughs> tables, you know, So and then they're like, they're upscaling the food and we're like, we are uh, so coming back here when we visit our son. That was lovely. <laughs> like, what? Like, I don't even care if it's a movie, kids movie. We're still going to go to the theater. Just every theater. I was like, wow, we can't even get this. We don't have this anywhere near us. No, no. So what's an hour and 20 minutes? I can swing it. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good. I mean, gas prices that, need to go down. But anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound. We have, we have two theaters around here. Uh, one is a little theater. The seats are uncomfortable. Everything's broken. It's run down. The other one has the reclining seats and all lovely and comfortable. We always go to the rundown one because that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah. There's, no, there's never anyone in there. When we go see a movie, we are the only ones there 100% yeah. of the time. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one, the one in town I used to walk to. Yeah. It's a good little theater. It's open yeah. Again. Yeah, no, agreed. They were doing yeah. some work on it. I honestly, I'm a big fan. Like we found one in Vermont. That's not too far away. That's again, it wasn't, it wasn't the same seating style, but small, you know, really clean. This one happened to be like, they're really into, they do themes mm -hmm. in the lobby. So like whatever big movies coming out, they'll decorate it in all related stuff. So like when Harry Potter stuff come out, the whole place is Harry Potter. Spider-Man, it's all Spider-Man. Like it's really cool. Yeah. The guy collects stuff. Like he's into it. Like this is his business and you know, he cares. Like you could tell. So family owned. So I'm like, that's who I'm gonna be supporting. These little yeah, independent, you know, places that do good, like have heated seats. <laughs> Did you see and you can watch it from the comfort of your own home? Um, good luck to you, Leo Grant. No, I don't even know what that is. So it's a movie, it's on Hulu. Okay. And it is uh, Emma Thompson plays <gasps> this woman. Yes, I know what this yeah. is now. Yes, yes, yes. Who has just never been satisfied. She, you know, she was like a wife. She raised two children, but she's never had a, a satisfying sexual encounter. You know, she just has never explored that side of herself. And so she's now a widower and hires this very handsome young man as a sex worker mm. and it it is it was a charming lovely movie like oh okay i'm gonna was, add it to the list it's like yeah. fun and it's different and it's um it was really good i really enjoyed it i mean it was oh, cool. it was different than i the whole concept is different i didn't really know what to expect and then it was different than what i thought it might be oh interesting okay yeah. Yeah, I've uh, seen now. I've seen. I've, I don't know the name, but I, I've seen the promos for it. So yeah, yeah maybe I'll watch that this week. Might yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. It was interesting. Um, and she did. She she's amazing in it. And kind of her, um, you know, just her confidence and her bravery. I mean, there's a scene where she is full, full nude. Um, you know, with no, you know, just her. How old is Emma Thompson? She's got to be in her. I'm gonna look it up. In her sixties. And she's gorgeous, and her body is beautiful, but it's the body of a yeah. How old is Emma? Sorry, audience. I know. No, we're. Not, I'm waiting with bated breath. Sixty-three. Good 63. for her. Yeah, I I know. I was like, good for her. Really yeah. good for her. So yeah. um, it was good. I recommend it. It was good. 
And I want to get to the theater to see the new Downton Abbey movie, but uh, haven't made it there yet. No, I want to see that too. So going back, Maverick was good. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, um, I've heard it was good. I, I want to see it too. Yeah, I we enjoyed it thoroughly. Like I, you know, I like the big. I like the, the first one. I mean, it was from a long time ago. So from our, you know, growing up, it was like big part of our lives kind of thing right like very well known but um and i saw it a lot of times and then we showed it to the kids when they got older but i it's definitely nostalgic um yeah. there's a couple of teary-eyed moments um and uh it just you know there's certain songs that they play over there's certain like scene by scene we we were impressed like the the one thing i liked was the story was actually pretty good like okay. the way they connected the dots from the past and then why he's still in, you know, still flying planes and his own issues and and then kind of their mission of what they the whole new movie that the movie was really about, what they were trying to do and what he was doing and stuff. I liked it. I was like, okay, that was all plausible. Like, all right, cool, yeah. great, good. And then, so then it was just good. And the and the I mean, we want to see it in IMAX or whatever the highfalutin version is because the flying scenes were amazing i mean i was even like i don't know what the hell i was watching at the time but it was impressive <laughs> all right yeah i want to see that and i want to see that in the theater i haven't been to like a big you know movie with action in a theater in a long time so yeah um, it's good you're making me want to like go get popcorn and sit in a theater on a hot that, day in air yeah. conditioning yep that's yeah. exactly what it was it felt really good um yeah i like that um, i also want to see the elvis movie me too yeah, because I hear too. Tom Hanks does a fantastic job at and Colonel the guy. or Sergeant or whoever that yeah. guy was. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. That sounds good. Oh, you know what I read? So good. So I love David Sedaris. Yeah. Uh, you know, he yeah. is fantastic. I've seen him read. I just, I love David Sedaris. His and last, his sister. And his sister. Oh, <laughs> and the stories. I mean, it's just so good. Mm -hmm. And his last couple books, I... Uh, have not been my favorites of his. You know, mm -hmm. one was they. There was one where it was his like um, diary entries. Oh, I didn't was, read that. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. it was a little dark, and you know. And then there was another one. Uh, so the last two books that he has written, you know, weren't my favorite. I still read them, but you know, it was what it was. This one was everything I wanted it to be. It was laugh out loud funny. It was lots of stories about his family and Hugh and. It was so good. It's called, what is it called? Happy-go-lucky? I think it's happy-go-lucky. Mm. Um, so good. Laugh out loud funny. And I listened to the audiobook. I didn't read it. So it was, you know, he reads all his books. And uh, it, 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 he is just, I mean, you ha hearing him tell the stories are just hysterical. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I'll it is called happy-go-lucky. Everyone should read it. It is it is a good if you have road trip coming up, it would be the perfect road trip. But if it's like you and your husband, you know, like to listen to on a road trip. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Really good. That does sound good. Um yeah. I was gonna try to do that while I was up here and, and get some get some books and start all over, but I I don't know. June went by in a flash, so I'm yeah. Maybe. I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to rest and recover and rehabilitate <laughs> a little bit. Like my mind. Yeah. No, that's important. Uh, that's important. I feel like this book would be good for that. Yeah. Okay. You know. It's good to know. Yeah, yeah maybe I it's will. It's a good balance between just like laugh out loud funny and then some stories that kind of make you think. 
but in a way that's, you know, just really introspective, not too heavy, just mm-hmm. um, really good. Really good. Yeah. That, 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 worked, that pissed me off. Sure. All right. So I went into work last Thursday. I only work two days a week. Um, but it's not, someone it's at, not a good sign that they're pissing you off and you're only there two days a week. I know. <laughs> and for the most part, I really like it. A lot of the people are very lovely. And and this particular person I haven't had an issue with either. But and I'm but I'm mad at myself, which is why I'm I want to bring it up to have the discussion about it. So I went into work on Thursday and it was immediately clear to me that this person was very ill. They were like dripping and coughing and like eyes water. Like clearly they were sick. Yeah. And so I said to them, like within two minutes of being there, it appears to me that you're sick. And I think, and this person had just done a ton of traveling. They had been out of the country. I said, I would think that you should test for COVID. Uh And this person (laughs) said, don't be ridiculous. This is just allergies. Mm. And I said, okay. I said, well, it looks like more than allergies. I said, so I would appreciate it if we kept our distance. Fair. Fair. And this person totally, not only disregarded me, but like blatantly disregarded me. Like came over and like undid the mask and like talked over me looking at my computer and was just like really. Asshole. Yeah. Like really making me feel uncomfortable to the point where like they would come over and I would get up and walk into, I'd be like, oh, I have to go do something. (laughs) And I would leave. And I had all the windows open and. Yeah. Like it was very obvious that you were making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So the next day, this person calls me and said, I just want to let you know I'm so sorry, but I tested this morning <gasps> and I have COVID. You mother. Mm-hmm. And I was not nice about it. I mean, I, I did say, I hope you are well. I said, but I said, well, I said, I could have told you that you had COVID. In fact, I did tell you that you had COVID and I asked that we kept our distance and you blatantly disregarded it. And I said, and I'm really upset right now, actually. Yeah. Which I was happy. I said, and they apologized. They were like, I know I'm very sorry. And I was like, well, that's not really, you know, you shouldn't have disregarded. Right. Like you should not have disregarded my feelings in that moment. If someone tells you they're making you feel uncomfortable. Right. Your reaction should be, well, what can I do to make you feel comfortable? Um, Anyway, but I am mad at myself that in, I knew he had COVID. Like there was not a doubt in my mind and I didn't press the issue. Like, I feel like you don't want to come off sounding like a bitch or being, you know, alarmist or, so I kind of let it go in that moment. I mean, I tried to make myself comfortable. I opened the windows. I stepped out of the room if he was in there talking with his mask off. But, like, why Why wasn't I more protective of myself knowing, like, my gut was telling me this is not a good situation. And why did I allow it to pass for his mm-hmm. feelings? Like, to not make them feel upset or, uh, you know, rock the boat. And I'm yeah. mad at myself for that. Like, I really, I should have, I should have said more. I should have said no. Like, you were clearly yeah. sick. And, uh, you know. I'm not com- like I should have said it again. I should have done more. I should have stood up for myself more, and I didn't. And I'm mad. I'm mad that that is the environment that's been created, and I'm mad that I let it happen. So now I've been, 
you know, testing. I feel fine. Today is day four. So who knows? Do I have COVID? I don't, you know, I guess we'll find out in a couple more days. Yeah. Um, but no, but don't, I mean, I guess, I mean, look, I think you did a lot actually for, just by speaking up in the first place, which a lot of people are fearful to do still because of the ramifications. You don't know who you're dealing with and they may go ballistic on you or yeah. be an asshole. Um, so I don't, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But um, it was, it's not, it just is not a good, it's not sitting well with me. I keep thinking about it. Like, yeah, I, I'm mad that that person didn't respect my feelings. Like I'm mad at them. Yeah. You know, I'm not mad that they had COVID. I'm not mad that they might've given it to me. That's, you You know, that's fine. I mean, and, and but would, it's that you knew and I let you know that I was uncomfortable with it. Would you have had any authority to say you need to leave or no? No. And that's the other thing is that I was not in the authority position there. He, that person is the authority in that position. Oh, okay. yeah. So, which makes me mad. That makes yeah. me mad. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad you gave that person an earful afterwards too. Because I did. Should, you know, yeah. Um, and I, I do feel good that I did say that, but I wish I would have done it in the moment. And I think that that's an issue for, all of us that like somehow, you know, we don't want to, it's looked at as like you're being a pain in the ass. Like you're being, yeah. you know, hysterical, emotional, you know, put whatever adjective. Right. But no, if my gut is telling like this person was like, listen, I'm almost, you know, I'm in my forties. I've raised two children. I looked at him and was like, you have a fever and you're sick. I mean, I know, I know what sick looks like because, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, like you, you get to a certain point in life and you can tell these things, you know, you've raised children, you get it. I don't know. I was just very mad. I'm still mad. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's funny. I, uh, so I, I'm under like a COVID watch right now too. Okay. So I had a coworker that I had met with after they had been traveling, um, who tested positive a few days later and told me, after, you know, when they found out. But that day that I met with them and spent time in their office, I actually had a mask on because mm -hmm. I wasn't feeling well. And I was like, I don't feel well. And I tested before I got into the office and I was negative. And I just said, I don't want to, um, I don't want to get, I don't want to get anything if anybody else is sick, even if it's just a regular cold. Right. So I'm just right. trying to protect myself and I just want to be careful. And if it is COVID, blah, blah, blah. And thank goodness I did. Yeah. So it's been almost a week and nothing mm -hmm. for me. So yeah. I'm feeling yeah. pretty good that you know i'm You're not probably I'm not, in the clear yeah but but yeah. and then and then i had another co-worker who interacted with the same co-worker test positive but they're not sure if that's where they got it from and so and then i was around that person too and i was just like oh <laughs> like i can't have this office for a while so i'm again i'm burning away in vermont yeah uh yeah, yeah. interesting yeah i i it's i think it right i don't know what i i Right. I think I think I would have hesitated saying anything to to like I would have said something would have been like, oh, it sounds like you're sick. Maybe you should, you know, keep that mask on, keep your distance. Right. And then if they were aggressive, like kept coming up to me and I'd, I'd walk out maybe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know. In hindsight, you know, I mean, in the moment I was like, all right, maybe it's just allergies. You know, I mean, you try to. I don't know. You try to just not rock the boat, but yeah. I, sh I should have listened to my, because yeah. I, I knew, like I, the second I looked at him, I was like, this is someone who has 
something. Like you had the flu or right. like you clearly have. But this and, is what and, I mean. But this is, I'm sorry to drop, but I just, I was just saying like, but this is what I meant earlier about like, I'm no longer. So I, I give you credit because I think you did say something. Okay. Maybe it's not as far as you would have liked, but that's the point of like, I don't want to sit back anymore and just, well, maybe they're right. Well, maybe yeah. this, maybe that. Yeah. You know? Like I'm kind of so, kicking myself in hindsight that like, I should have been like, listen, like, and also shame on him because someone told you that they're ma- you were making them feel uncomfortable and why, response, why don't you respect that? Right. Res- right irrespective like, of COVID. Just right. Right. Your response in that situation should it be at least to listen to them. Mm-hmm. hear them out you know and then be honest like if you think i'm being alarmist say i think you know you can i'm open to the conversation you can debate with me but don't blow me off yeah right but but still if you've asked them to keep distance they should respect that and if they can't 100%. that's a problem yeah yeah because that yeah. to me crosses the line on a whole bunch of other stuff a hundred percent yeah which i'm now debating like well it's not the thing is is that this is not a job i want to be in long term anyway so i'm kind of like whatever yeah. Yeah. But uh, annoying. Yeah. It annoyed no, me. It is. It is. Yeah. I, totally, I, don't know, I get it. I get it. Um, I, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so stressed out with so many different things going on with work, house, kids, college that um, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel thankful that I'm so busy, but at the same, because I know in a couple of months when they are gone and then everything's settled, I won't be as busy. <laughs> yep, that is true. Yeah. But it's, um, I'm, so, I've, so I've convinced my husband to start his own podcast because he needs an outlet. Okay, good. So he's going to do one um, with his brother, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. And talk about all the things that I don't really want to talk to him about. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, you know, like we watched the Marvel multiverse Doctor Strange. I don't know what the title is movie this weekend. And then we watched like there's a Miss Marvel. So, there's a lot of Marvel stuff I watch. And then we watched the Obi-Wan and then a lot of stuff that's like in my husband and kids wheelhouse. And I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I just don't need to go down the rabbit hole to try to connect all the dots and look for all the Easter eggs. Yeah. No. No. Nor talk I, about them at length. No. I'm glad he started a podcast. I think that's good for him. Yes. Maybe yes. my husband will be a guest on one time because he today was watching Doctor Strange and I wanted to stab myself in the ears. Because here's what my husband does. I came home from work and uh, he wasn't home. He was off today and he's worked crazy amount of hours the last week. So he should do whatever he wants today. But he got home and he made himself lunch. And then he has this habit of sitting on the kitchen island and he'll watch a movie on his iPad. Uh-huh. And it drives me up a wall. It drives me up. Because num- first of all, you are dead in the middle of everything. Like the kitchen is pretty much my office. You know, that's like where I'm doing everything. It's raining outside, so I couldn't escape to my garden. So now you're like sitting in the middle of everything listening to Doctor Strange, which is one of those loud Mm -hmm. movies that is, you know, explosions and people yelling. And he listens to it on his iPad, which makes it sound like it's in a tin can. (laughs) So I and I I, and again, and now this is I didn't want to say anything, not because not the same way that I didn't want to say anything to the person at work. I didn't want to say anything because he's worked so hard and I want him to feel comfortable and be able to do what he wants to do. 
So I didn't want to give him a hard time. I wanted him to have that time. So mm-hmm. I had to leave the house. <laughs> and I did. I let, went to the house. I left the house. I went to Tractor Supply. I almost got a puppy because we are approved <gasps> for this puppy, but I think I'm not going to because we might be going away. Um, but I went to Tractor Supply instead and I bought a pressure canner. Okay. So that made me feel good. So now yeah, I have no. a pressure canner to play with. Yeah. Because um, I didn't have one. I only had a water bath canner. But yeah, right. doc, that's that's my experience with Dr. Strange. So I don't even like it being played in the house. So I think you are completely right for wanting your husband to talk to somebody else about it. <laughs> because... <laughs> well, yeah, like I, I, I watched it. It kept my attention. It was all over the place. It um, sounded awful. I got it. Yeah. And, yeah, it was all right. I, I I could have missed it and been fine. Let's just say that, right? Uh, I like all this Marvel movies, but I this one I was like, eh, okay, whatever. Um, yeah. He then like started watching this, like somebody doing the whole like connecting the dots, and I was kind of like, oh, you know, actually, I do want to see that. And then this guy talked and talked and talked. <laughs> that I was like, uh, I'm gonna pick up my phone right now and just kind of uh-huh, uh-huh, do one of those. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, there were certain things I did pay attention to, and I was just like, oh, okay, I just want to make sure why that was but now he wants to my husband wants to talk more about the video too uh, nope no. i was like this Mm-mm. is what your podcast should be about all Correct. the things that you want to talk about that your wife can only take so much <laughs> but it goes both ways i mean i there's things we talk about here that clearly you know i talk about with my husband but yeah you know we you know we're gonna talk more Just, yeah 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 <sighs> and it's okay it's fine. Marriage. It's, it's all fine. good. Oh yeah, us too. Like I want, I want him to enjoy his day off, even if it means sitting. Why would you do that? Like we have a living room, we have a bedroom, we have like with TVs that are like, and have nice sound systems. Why are you going to watch a whole movie sit on a chair? And you yeah, know, like that's not good audio. I know he does that all no. the time. He just gets stuck. You know, I think he, <laughs> I think he like makes food, like he makes lunch, and he, you know down and then starts watching something on the ipad and then just finishes it so if it happens to be a two-hour movie then he just sits there for two hours oh my gosh no yeah it's like i'm literally i I, like start to fume like and and i'm not mad at him like that if he's comfortable there i want him to do that but i want to beat him so i have to leave i have to leave the house It's funny because I feel like for the longest time I would get upset with my husband where he didn't have proper pajamas Hmm. Yeah, that's and I would buy him shorts, <laughs> pants, whatever. I would be like, how about this one? Or how about, you know, Christmas, birthdays, Father's Day, throwing things at him to see if something would stick. Something would stick. Nope. Nope. For the longest time. Nope. 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 More recently, I would say in the last year or so, it's sticking finally. So what is so, like, now I'm picking like I'm picturing like um what was his name Mr. Cleaver from like Leave It to Be like you get him no, like blue no. cotton matching no. pajamas that button down and no. you know he, he wears his whatever pipe. yeah no he wears whatever t-shirt it was more of the pants like he would wear shorts to bed or I don't know I guess just shorts or underwear or whatever and and like I'm all decked out constantly in like not matching pajamas but just comfortable clothes like yeah. my thing is like I'm home. I I strip. I put on comfortable clothes, no matter. So you know, even if I'm gonna watch the movie at the at the kitchen counter. I'm gonna be wearing like comfortable clothes. <laughs> I'm not gonna be wearing my work clothes for two hours, you know. So 
he doesn't do that like it like i think it's like a thing like he's not off the clock yet so he's like i may have to go somewhere i may have to go do something outside somewhere take the kid so um so i think he feels like i just have to keep my clothes on until the very last minute where i need i can take them off yeah. and put something more comfortable on and i'm like maybe i this is the problem i don't really care i'll get to go get the mail looking schlubby and you know i'll go right, run out right. and do a quick errand if i know i'm never getting out of the car who cares and I do think about, you know, make sure the underwear is clean thing, right? So I do. But um, <laughs> but other than that, I'm like, no. So he more recently, like, we ended up cleaning out um, one of my sons because they now all wear the same clothes. They can all fit into each other's clothes. We were cleaning out one of my kids' um, closets, and we found a couple of extra pairs of uh, pajama pants that I'm like, I, I know he's not really wearing my son. So I was like, hey, would these fit you? Would you like these? And he's like, yeah, can't you? And now... Now he's wearing proper pajama bottoms. Yeah. This is like I'm he's got two pairs now that he can, you know, rotate. One for a little heavier, one a little lighter. It's like, okay, we're making progress. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking me a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Norm has like, you know, like pajama pants, you know, like mm -hmm. cottony comfy. He'll wear those or just boxers. Yeah. But I get the thing about like, we'll sit down on the couch or in the living room to watch a movie. And he will sometimes still have on like his heavy jeans and a work shirt and his steel toed boots. And like he just stays in that until he goes up to bed. And I do not understand. No. Like, yeah, I am the same way. I have to, when I get home, that's it. It's comfy clothes time. It's, it's fascinating to me because I think it's like women are really like we're always fighting for more time for self care, but we're really actually pretty good at it when you think about it compared to many others particularly my the male species in my house <laughs> i actually yeah. my kids are pretty good at it. they'll stay in the same clothes for days but they'll also sleep in their clothes for you know like that they were during the day and i'm like no i'm but i guess i did that too as a teenager some to some degree and whatever um but yeah i feel like i'm trying to teach like i've tried to sort of impart on him like it's really important to change your mindset like get off the clock yeah you know, and change your clothes. And if something comes up, when the, well, then we'll deal with it, you know, and then we'll go with it. But I, I, I don't know. He's always ready. Like he's yeah. like a fireman. Like, okay, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to get called in. Yeah. <laughs> the alarm's going to go Norm's like that too. Like he will, like, I'll run to, if we need something from, you know, whatever the grocery store, uh, I'll wear like what pretty much whatever I'm wearing. Right. And just run it. I mean, who's, no one's going to see me and no one's looking at me and who cares, but Norm will not like, he always ha he puts on the boots that he's got to lace up, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, let's go now. Yeah, yeah. There is no, no yeah. No, we're entering into the invisible age where they people don't see us anymore. We're right, right. We don't. A hundred percent. Yeah, which is what that movie's essentially about, right? Yeah, <laughs> she's older and she doesn't exist. She's invisible, and then she talks yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. true. It's it's true. Yeah. Alrighty, alrighty, darling. Well, it was good catching up. And uh, stay positive and enjoy yes. your time up in Vermont. You're up there alone right now. I am. I am oh. until like middle of the week. Then the rest of the fam comes back up, which I'm excited about because we haven't really been up here much and yeah. have been up here much with my boys. And so we're. Oh my God, that's the best of both worlds because yeah. you can have a few days of, you know, catching up on stuff you have to get done and self-care and relaxing and quiet. Yes. And then so spend time with the family. That's perfect. Yes, I'm very happy. Yes, I'm yeah. I'm excited. I'm looking for you know, you need a first you need a couple of days to get adjusted and now I'm like tonight I'm looking. So I probably will watch that movie tonight because I need I just need to veg out like and just yeah. not think about 
things. So oh, yeah. yeah, that's a great live. You have a great living room up there for watching a movie. Yeah. But you know what I do? We talked about this, Keith and I, before he left, I was like, I kind of hold myself up in my um, bedroom. The kitchen island with your iPad. Yeah, that sure. On this <laughs> really, really hard um, table. Uh, no, in the bedroom where I have a loft where I work. So I'm upstairs. It's a, it's a bedroom with a loft. So in the loft is where my office is during when I'm working here. And then down below is, uh, and it's the only room with AC because we put that pump heater, heat pump thing in there. So I was in here today because it was hot, you know, and sometimes I'll go downstairs and sit on the couch and work, whatever. But I decided like, no. And then I'm like, I will go downstairs to the kitchen and do food and whatever. But then I will truck myself back up to my bed mm -hmm. and I'll just, I'll just watch TV in the bedroom. Like, I don't even want to be in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, on really hot, so we don't have AC either, and we're not really AC people. But on really hot days, we have usually we have a window unit upstairs in our bedroom, which I was able to put in, so we have it. It's behind nice. me. Yes, I see. Um, and then there's another unit that we have in the living room downstairs that we use occasionally, but it's it we, I must weigh like 300 pounds. Like it's just mm. the biggest, heaviest thing because it does the whole bottom floor. Mm. So Norm's still sort of recovering. He can't put it in. Max can't put it in alone. And I want no part of it. Like, I don't right. want it. It's too heavy. So this year, we only have air conditioner up in our bedroom. And so on just a handful of nights where it's been ugh, so hot and steamy, I do the same thing. It's lovely. I get in bed at like five. I have the air conditioning and I watch a movie and it's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go make some dinner. I have to do a little bit of work and then I'm going to just, I'm um, going to lay here. Yeah, I, good I for you. I didn't even shower today because <laughs> I was like, we we showered yesterday after we had done a bunch of stuff. When I've been home, I haven't done anything. Right, you know, yoga didn't. I didn't work up that much of a sweat, and I've been home all day. So I'm like, sorry, not doing it. Good for you. And I'm not here to impress anybody, but no, no one's looking so. at you. No, well, enjoy. <laughs> that should be the title of yeah. it. No one's looking at you. Nobody looking at you. Um. <laughs> Well, enjoy. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Until next All right. time. Talk to you later. Bye.